Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. We have a new and interesting topic today all about NFT with Estefano. Before we get started, um, I wanted to also thank all of you guys that are listening to the podcast. It's great to have you all here. And I also want to say that in the notes, you're going to see that I set up a buy me a coffee. So if you want to help me with the expense of the podcast and something that I would really like to do is to put this podcast uh, more friendly to people with special needs and the hearing deaf community, um, which is not cheap to do that kind of uh, jobs for each episode so if you could help me out you just buy me a coffee and if you were satisfied with the episodes you can buy me a coffee every month or every or every episode it's up to you so i'll put the link in the show notes let's talk about our our guest today estefano favaretto he's co-founder of the global art exhibition is an Italian photographer and an NFT artist. After working as a psychologist and psychotherapist for about 17 years, he became a full-time artist following his passion for photography. His artistic research aims to investigate the relationship between real-life materials and the spiritual world. Favoreto tries to capture the figures and the energies in the natural elements that he sees with his real eyes, using a digital camera bringing them to light. Having been exhibited all over the world, Favoreto is now a pioneer in the metaverse and in the NFT space. And it was a fascinating um, conversation with Estefano and his take on art through the, you know, as a former psychotherapist and psychologist. It was fascinating, he explaining how he does with the energy, captures the energy of the designs and do everything. I hope you have an open mind and enjoy this fascinating conversation. And also he explains a lot what NFT is and what is it about, and but a lot about his process, which is fascinating. I hope you enjoy. See you on the next episode. I would like to announce the new community for the podcast and how can you support this podcast with Patreon. Now we have a community at Patreon, patreon.com or podcast. We have tiers to provide you with many different ways to help the podcast and receive some perks and benefits. Also, you can start just with a tier that costs literally the price of a coffee. It would help a lot of the cost of the podcast, but also to have exclusive content, get-togethers, and all kinds of perks in the future. We have already set up many tiers that you absolutely will enjoy. I would like you to check, and I can't wait to see you there. Again, patreon.com forward slash artistically podcast. I'll see you there. Stefano, so glad to be here with you in the podcast. And something special, you are the first male here. Oh, hi. Thanks a lot for inviting me. I'm really happy to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so excited what we're going to be talking about today. But first, tell people where are you from? Where are you speaking from today? So I'm Stefano. I'm an Italian NFT uh, photographer and artist. I'm living in the north part of Italy. Mm -hmm. It's near, near the city of Giulia, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, nice. Nice. What's the city called? The city is called Bolzano. Bolzano. Is it near the, the famous mountain? All right. I never heard about that one. Yeah. So, uh, 
you are a photographer, right? So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yes, I'm a photographer and I'm, I, I can say that my passion about photography started since I was a child. I found uh, two day, two, some days ago a picture of me as a four years old boy oh. with the cap. And so, so I got this passion from my father because he was also oh. a photographer. Ah. So, you know, photography mm -hmm. spending in the dark room, developing the black and white pictures, mm -hmm. printing them. Amazing. That's the time that people would do that manually, right? Exactly. Analogic uh, photography. Mm -hmm. exactly. And what is the subjects that you are more, uh, you know, you photograph more? What kinds of photography you like? It's more architecture or nature. What kind of photography did you start your career with? At the beginning, I was a pretty normal photographer in the sense that I was photographing landscapes, uh, people on the, on the street, uh, trying always to, to tell a story through my pictures. Mm -hmm. Then I started developing a, a totally different uh, uh, kind of pro artistic uh, project and research. Mm -hmm. And it was when I left uh, my, my work as psychologist, because before becoming mm -hmm. a full-time I worked for about uh, 70 years as psychologist and psychotherapist. Oh, wow. Then, exactly. And one day uh, when my father died, he was the one who gave me the passion of photography. Mm -hmm. I decided to split my job, to leave my job and to become a full-time artist because I decided to live today and not to do like my father that uh, mm. when I will retire. I will do what I want in my life, but he never retired because he died before. Mm. So I just wanted to live today and to, to become a full-time artist. And I started traveling around the world, having physical exhibition, uh, because before I was also a physical artist, before mm -hmm. becoming an mm -hmm. So, and, and when, you, when you had the physical exhibitions of your photography, was that landscapes and so on the first exhibition i had was about yes exactly uh, landscapes or a particular uh, picture with, with people on the street uh, but then i immediately started with my new concept that was about photographing uh, uh, the energies that i see with my rear eyes into nature or into little fragments of elements like minerals. I have a particular that I can see figures, I can see energies in form of figures, and then trying to photograph them in order to bring them to light through my digital camera that I consider a scientific instrument in order to show people that this energetic world that I really see with my eyes really exists. So mm -hmm. I would like to bring that to light in order to, to tell people that Uh, yes, I was talking about the fact that uh, I'm trying to photograph uh, the energies that I see and to bring them to life in mm -hmm. order to show that these energies really exist. I, I can see them with my normal eyes, mm -hmm. but if prove that they exist through my digital camera, it's better. So people really believe in what I, I was photographing. That's very important for me to do. 
Mm -hmm. So let's backtrack a little bit. And the reason uh, why I brought you here is because uh, and, uh, you are also an NFT artist now. And I would like to talk about your transition. But I wanted to bring you here because I think many, and me included myself, I know very little about NFT. And I'm wondering many artists probably listening to this today are curious about NFT. Maybe they heard on it, but they don't even know what it is. But I also would say to people, encourage you to uh, check Stefano uh, IG, which is Stefano Favaretto Official, right? And I'll, I'll put in the notes because it's so amazing. Because before I heard about FG, but I never, I have never seen one. So I don't know if all NFTs are similar to yours. I mean, I just see yours. Um, but it's just so amazing that I find I have to bring him here to talk about this because it's so intriguing. So let's backtrack a little bit. So when did you, okay, you were doing these exhibitions, you had your physical, you know, prints of your photographs. And how did you thought, okay, I'm going to start NFT or how, how that came up for you? It started during the COVID period because I entered Clubhouse, the social that literally exploded during the, the yes. COVID period. People can create rooms uh, topic oriented. So at mm -hmm. the beginning, just moderating little rooms where I met you also mm -hmm. about art. But then I saw all the people uh, going into rooms dedicated to these NFTs. I didn't know anything about NFTs before. Mm -hmm. And also in March 2020. And then uh, thanks to Escargot, that is the founder of the club called Global Art Exhibition, where I'm also a co-founder. He asked me to enter also the NFT space. And from that moment, I started learning what NFTs were, and I never stopped. So that mm -hmm. was the I joined actually the NFT world. So explain to people what NFT means, what it is. We can imagine NFT as a package. This package is made of different parts. One of our is our file that we created like a JPEG file, a move mm -hmm. file. For example, in my case, I have a digital camera. I create a JPEG file, digital files. No? We can, they, through the NFT, we associate the file with a token. That is a kind of code, a mm. numeric code that is associated to the file, closed into the so-called blockchain. That is an open ledger that everyone can uh, can read and is very transparent and uh, then on this blockchain uh, is uh, created a smart contract where you say that you are exactly the owner of this file associated to, to this token mm. and this also having uh, a value a economical value because mm -hmm. it's a cryptocurrency so if we have the file associated to uh, to the token put into a smart contract on the blockchain, we add value to our art, actually. This is actually an NFT. It's a kind of smart contract, the NFT. Mm. But when I look at your Instagram, I see the NFTs as video. Are they sold as video or as JPEGs? 
Uh, my, they are JPEG, uh, some are JPEGs, but, but I also created some animated uh, MP4. Yeah, like a GIF. Exactly, because uh, I just added a little animation to my original picture. They are all original picture, not manipulated. I just added a little animation because I know that uh, it could be more nice in the NFT space to, to have also animation. Mm -hmm. But I understand what the blockchain is, but how did you get to know all these details? Because it's, it seems a little daunting to understand blockchain and all these things and where do you sell is there if i want to buy for example nft today is there a special place that i can go i have been studying uh, cryptocurrency world since many years now because not because of the economical part but i have been i'm really interested in cryptocurrency because i consider the revolution after internet the most important revolution probably ever because the cryptocurrency are the base to create the blockchain and through the blockchain uh, we, we can really save the world because uh, most of the startups uh, growing up uh, uh, also for helping the, the planet to become more green they are created through the blockchain so I was mm -hmm. more very interested in that topics. NFT are smart contract created on the blockchain so I started studying them going into the rooms every day on clubhouse and I studied a lot a lot a lot so I could create my first NFT on OpenSea that is probably the most uh, used uh, platform that is on Ethereum based blockchain uh, there are also other good uh, platforms like Foundation, Super Rare but OpenSea probably is the most used and so my collection is op on OpenSea Mm -hmm. And that is a website that people can go and then buy. And exactly. when people buy a piece of art, a digital art of yours, where is that like they buy and they save on the computer or there is a formal display that? When you buy actually my NFT that they are all one-to-one uh, -one pieces, you become the owner of the, right. this file. And you can download also the file if you like. So you're the file. And you I can have print the... it. Uh, yes, you can print it. But I'm, I'm as a creator, as the artist, I'm always the owner of the copyright and the intellectual property. Mm -hmm. It means you can print it to put in your home. Right. But you, you want to have an exhibition with my files. Yeah. You have. Because, for example, I wouldn't associate my files to particular other situation. So you have to ask me about the intellectual property to do that. Mm. But owner of my NFT forever, if mm -hmm. you don't say. And they can print and put in a frame and display. Yes, exactly. I want to go a little deeper because you talked about energy. So your work, it's so unique to me. And I didn't know that fact. I thought it was very unique. But now you were saying to me that you capture energy, right? So I didn't know that your, um, you know, that that represented energy. So could you uh, talk a little bit more of this process? Sure. Before, it's important to know that I'm coming from a family where the spiritual topics were like the daily bread, I would say, because mm. my father worked as a healer. Uh, for most of his life, he had mm -hmm. a, a 
very strong energy coming out from his hands so he was able to heal many many people so that were sick you know? and my mother is also a medium so she has having particular skills and she mm. can also people from a lot around the world having problems so she can she's also helping many many people so mm. i grew up contest my my brother is also a psychiatrist so we are all crazy in the family mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, yes, and uh, we believe that uh, we are made of energy and uh, uh, all made of energy and also nature, of course, is made of energies. And I have this particular skill that I can see this energy with my eyes. Uh, I see figures. I see these energies in form of figures. When I, I go around, when I walk around, I take a look of a mountain, I see these figures in form of faces, real faces. So I'm trying to photograph them in order to show that they really exist, no? But they are made of energy. Probably I have the, the skill to go on a deeper level of uh, um, of feeling, of, of of watching them, because you need a particular skill to do. You need a particular frequency of level in order to keep in touch with this kind of energy. It's not is something uh, that can be proved also physically with the, mm. uh, the quantum physics. What mm. I'm talking about not surrealism is something that uh, really exists also from the quantum physics. Yes, yes. But and of course, a simple way to to prove that through my camera. Uh-huh. And but do you find this energy more on nature? Like do you go regularly to nature to photograph or that happens in for example the city? That happens me everywhere. Sometimes I'm at home I'm watching my floor and I see beautiful faces, for example. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, I'm, I was taking a bath and uh, f uh, with the steam, I saw some uh, right. figures on the mirror. Also as psychologists, there are the famous tables of Rorschach where the psychologists are showing you some uh, forms, abstract forms, and you can interpret them as you want. But in my case, I'm trying to photograph exactly faces because if I'm able to mm. photograph face, you can it's more difficult to interpret it because you see a face. In the NFT, to be honest to you, in compared to my physical artwork, I was most general. So probably if you take a picture, if you take a look of my picture in the NFT, there are more abstract energies that you can right. interpret. I will show here because whoops. Exactly. This is a hurt that I photograph in a soap, in a bubble of soap, in a very little bubble of soap. This hurt came out uh, and I photograph it. Yeah, and uh, sorry, I'm showing you on my phone, but you can certainly look better on Instagram because they are videos, so it was hard for me to bring here to show. And because of the internet, I want to keep my internet stable, so I, I don't want to open my browser. I... I simply don't have words for this one. Okay, this is also made in a little uh, bubble of soap with the oh with the with the light of the sun entering the bubble. So right. these uh, colors are the reflection, the reflected light. Practice uh, actually okay. that I. Found. This looks like a bird. It's, yes, it's a strange, a little a kind, a little figure very funny that this is all it all it was also made in a little in a little bubble of soap 
Okay, and want... this one is beautiful. Uh, this was a mineral, a little fragment of mineral called azurite is a mineral. Mm -hmm. And I saw face is uh, similar in, in the, it seems to me that they are hug, hugging them. I wanted to show you one. I don't know if you, see, you can see it. Yes. Figure that oh, I took wow. into a little fragment of quartz. Very, really? very Wow. That's amazing. I can show you more interesting faces there just to so, understand. For example, if I like this one here, um, right? Yeah. Yes. And I like it because it has this crystals falling. I like it because it's a video, right? So if I want to buy this one, do I have a GIF as well? Do I have the video part or no? I just have the flat image. You have the video. The move is a move file. This one. Oh, is a okay. Got it. So then, and if I you have, you can, you know. Uh, I used to have one, uh, but you can just play if you have Alexa like me, you can just play videos and or you can, you know, this, there's this digital frames that you can just play videos and photos and things like that. So exactly. or you can put on your computer and put as a screensaver or something like that. Your tendency in the homes now is to put digital frame as yep. a paint. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. The next we don't have any paintings anymore. Probably we just have digital frames. So you were talking about the crystals. That's that's what I wanted to um, to talk about also. Like these are crystals that you get, or crystals that you find in nature. Like a walk, you see a rock, you see that mineral. Uh, both, in the sense, sometimes are crystal that I collect uh, from eBay because I take a look of them of the mineral, for example, and I see the figure inside. So I buy them mm -hmm. because I Oh, wow. So that's what you really have to be really attentive to detail, right? You really see yeah. things. What I'm thinking is you really have to see things in another perspective, really look and think about, uh, don't you think to be able to reflect on okay what okay this is a mineral but what really i see in that mineral this is exactly the goal of my art to invite people to look different to look mm. at, at our world different if i was able to do that seeing that there is also a spiritual part uh, that is part of us is an energetic part Maybe people start uh, looking at nature in a different uh, way, mm -hmm. respect more. This is the goal. The main goal is very important. NFG is relatively new, right? It's relatively new. People are starting to, you know, get curious about it. How is the community part of it? Is that big? How, you know, in terms of an artist, do you think that you decided to leave your physical photography to nft it was that more lucrative for you did you see more return of people enjoying your art than before the community itself uh, is not that big we can say it's big in the sense uh, that uh, there are really many many artists joining that but it's not so big like the physical art community of course no and is more concentrated on the social like twitter like a clubhouse no? because it's a new kind uh, 
Yeah. We can't consider NFT an art, but it's a, no, a new form of art. No? Mm -hmm. Yes, in, the, in this sense, uh, is uh, this community not so big. Uh, to be honest to you, I saw more returns now from the NFT since uh, than from the physical artworks. I I created uh, two collections now on OpenSea, and my second collection uh, went sold out with uh, 20 pieces. So I was really happy about that. Uh, wow, amazing! Um, but what confuses me is, do all NFT has to look? Um, mystic like this for example what i mean is that if i um paint something and i take a picture can that be an nft or do i have to do manipulations in order to be an nft no uh, many many physical artists are entering nft spaces also with physical art how how is possible to do it's very simple for example you take the picture of your physical artworks mm -hmm. you put file into uh, into the blockchain of OpenSea, for example, using OpenSea, and you write, if you collect my NFT, you will receive by mail, by, uh, I will send you the physical artwork associated to the NFT, to the digital NFT. So many artists are doing that, and there are really successful physical artists also in the NFT space now. Oh, okay. So, okay, you take a picture of that mineral, right? And how do you do manipulations? Because it seems, you know, I I had a business before of Photoshop. I taught Photoshop for, uh, for people that wanted to do artistic pages. Um, so creating effects in Photoshop and things like that. So... Do you use Photoshop to create also your NFT? Yes, it is honest and important to see that I use sometimes one and sometimes two manipulation, very little manipulation. The half of the picture is always the original one, but sometimes I have to mirror the picture in order to complete the figure that I see with my eyes. Why? Mm. Camera is able just to catch the physical part of yeah. what is surfing, but not uh, the part that I also see with my eyes, that is the energetic part. So it's not physical. So in order to complete what I see with my eyes, I have to mirror the picture to complete the figure. Mm -hmm. This is the only manipulation. The second little manipulation is that I'm adding sometimes an animation, but just around the picture not uh, i don't manipulate too much the picture itself so i just have two kind of manipulation so for example that heart that we showed here and let me go to the heart again exactly so this heart the background here the blue and there is some white stuff here so this is all is that you didn't do any manipulation with that no just wow. a little bit contrast uh, for the color but it's original but if you the, the original picture is the half if you cover the half you see the original picture when i mirror it to complete the hurt that i saw with my eyes mm -hmm. oh wow so and how is the price range of nft 
is that has all kinds of price is is the prices like real art how is it ranging right now i know there is a there was on the news a time ago that a guy sold the nft for like millions of dollars yeah uh, yeah sometimes we just know about uh, the people that sold nft for millions of dollars but there right. are millions NFT artists that are selling the art more cheap like me and normally the range compared to the physical artwork is not so high for example my prices as new artists in the NFT spaces are around $200 my artworks in the physical artwork I sold also for $5,000 so I prefer to send more as a lower price but to go sold out and to grow up slowly right i think my i have also some nft for one or two if they are about uh, four thousand eight thousand uh, euro so it depends i have many ranges of prices of course there are artists that when they are able to go on the secondary market to be sold out on a secondary market they are increasing their value value and they can sell for very high prices but the entry level is not so high compared to the physical art mm. so is there just one uh side that sells or there is many sites that you can put your nft to sell you can put uh, them on different sites but you can mine them just in one so just on one blockchain that of OpenSea or foundation of super rare uh, but uh, you can show the nft everywhere on all the socials you can show them everywhere but mining you can do the mining on the blockchain just on one blockchain yeah which is the piece that gives the authority the the value like this is this is it's this from this artist and this is gonna be yours right yes exactly so how do we find more about if I wanted to understand? Okay, there is an artist listening to this and say, Okay, I want to learn. I mean, you talked about what we talked about what blockchain is, but I want to learn more. How can I get it started? How do you think is the process for them? Where they could go? For me, the best uh, platform to learn about NFT is already Clubhouse, but now Twitter my opinion or discord are becoming the two say the two best uh, platform in order to meet some nft artists uh, discord is a little bit complicated for people that don't know Discord, so i also have some my difficulties to enter yeah, i don't like discord i don't like that it's not very user friendly exactly it's very complicated so i prefer clubhouses mm -hmm. for me uh, but is there the blockchains do they have websites that people can learn more about the blockchain much there are many tutorials on internet but uh, uh, the platform itself they don't help you much <laughs> in this sense <laughs> no so they are not very user friendly they have a guide of course but they can be a little bit complicated and can you do your pieces of any size or is that a particular size uh, yes, what I wanted to add is that uh, through the Global Art Exhibition Club that we created on Clubhouse's virtual spaces, we are now doing the jump into the physical uh, reality, mm -hmm. having also in the physical world. So 
now I'm when I'm speaking now I'm having my exhibition in Hong Kong with many other artists at the Key Eleven Startup Start Art Gallery uh, and uh, amazing. And we will have another exhibition with the Global Art Exhibition in Rome the 15th of January. And then we will have more exhibition, one in Dubai soon, and maybe also at the Venice Biennale. So is that the physical NFT, like you're going to print and send there? No, we have uh, screens oh, in wow. the f where we show our NFTs. They are always just digital. Oh, amazing. It's amazing. Very do you make you a series of a collection or at a time, or do you like create all the time? Uh, I create first and then I decide which collection to, to, do, to put on the blockchain normally. Mm -hmm. And what camera do you use? What equipment do you use? Uh, I'm a bit uh, strange because I use a Pentax camera. Oh, wow. Normally I use uh, <laughs> Nikon or Canon. Yeah. Sony yeah. now. But uh, my father also was using Pentax. So yeah. I had a Pentax before. They are good cameras. They are good cameras. It's a yeah. good, the middle way between uh, Nikon and uh, Canon. Yeah. And Although when I had DSLRs, I I was, I am a Nikon girl. I like uh, Nikon DSLRs. Um, I, I most of some nice pictures. Sometimes I take them with my phone. I know. Yeah. Today it's, you know, um, I just updated my iPhone for the iPhone 13, and it's just blew my mind blew right. my mind the especially now i just bought it because of it, the micro shots the micro shots are amazing i think it would be great for you as well to do some uh nfts um and how uh, another thing that i would like to talk is your work is um so colorful um is that intentional do you like more colorful you know colors i don't see a lot of neutrals on your work so is that something that you enjoy doing that yes i love uh, colors particularly because i think that colors are moving our emotions also in a positive way mm -hmm. so there are a lot of uh, vibes positive vibes and energy we know that colors are also healing because they have a particular kind of frequency yes of yes they can I talked colors. about this here before, certainly colors. And, and that's why I always say that surround yourself with art it has healing powers, I think, because the colors they have is not coincidence that everything related to stress is purple. It's not a coincidence, right? Uh, everything that relates to energy is red, right? And related uh, to sadness is black, for mm -hmm. example. Yeah, so uh, everything has that power. So how do you think that being a psychologist helps you in your photography? Do you think that you have this thing to see things in a different way? I think so. It was an important part of my life uh, because I had the possibility to keep in contact with the deepest part of the human being. Mm. It's when I was uh, sitting in front of my patients, they were telling me their stories. I could see 
in my mind what they were talking about i could see the scene so and i was thinking oh it would be nice to take a picture of this of what i i'm seeing now because it would be more helpful for the person to see that no? but uh, i had the possibility really to keep in contact in contact with this deepest part of the human being uh, that is called sometimes sufferance that is called sometimes emotion so I think it's what it was very helpful and so and also what I learned from my job as a psychologist I, I use it a lot also in my artistic research uh, using uh, the, me the met metaphorical part for example as instrument uh, to use the, the abstract part uh, of my picture in order in order to let people see what they want to see mm -hmm. so the more uh, idea that I took from my old job. Mm, yeah, you know, I did psychology as well. I I was not a psychologist, but I did psychology. But my I did uh, childhood psychology, more related to kids and uh, special needs, and um, and I have a minor in social work. So it always um, I was always very attracted to it, uh, but my learning is all about um, applied behavior and special needs um, but i think it did it does help us see things a little bit different and i think you learn how to um, you know take it easy and think more about things than before i had my psychology degree so where do you find inspiration? Oh, I think uh, I find it everywhere. In the sense, uh, I can walk everywhere and I can find inspiration too. I photograph what I like and what I see. If I see something interesting, I just uh, photograph it. So, it. so how in Italy? Does Italy has a good community for NFTs or not yet? Uh, not yet. I'm actually the one that is trying to let the Italian NFT community growing up. So I'm very active in this sense. And this is also the reason why we are having this event in Rome, the 15th of January, in order to let the Italian NFT community growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and okay, so you, I met you at Clubhouse, so you have a room there. Is your uh, name at Clubhouse the same of your Instagram or is that different? It's uh, Stefano Favaretto just without official. Okay, so I'm going to gonna put that in the notes. And so tell us uh, people that do join Clubhouse, what do you have been doing there? No, I, the goal is to create uh, rooms uh, where you can just speak, you can't see the people. But you, you have a speak. regular room there, right? Because I met you in your room. I have more rooms uh, on Thursday. At 5 p.m. Central Europe time, we have the Italian community room every Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then, not on a regular basis, but very often with the Global Art Exhibition, we do interview for artists. So maybe two times a month or three times, four times, it depends. In this period, we are having many rooms about the Hong Kong Exhibition. We had uh, one yesterday, one the day before. In the next week, we will have more also. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clubhouse, you can learn so much on that platform, but it sucks you. <laughs> yes. You can spend a lot of time there. 
So, Stefano, as we get to the end here, uh, recap a little bit. If people want to get started, what is your tip to get started with NFT? If they got inspired by our conversation and said, okay, I want to try this, what, what, what do you think they should do? Well, the first thing absolutely to do is to enter Clubhouse and to be part of the community. Yeah. If you are a part of the community of the NFT, you will never sell. Just if you are very famous of, as an actor, but if you are not famous, you will never yeah. sell. So you have, you, you have to do that work of engaging the community, right? Like be there and, you know, engage with other artists and things like that, right? Answering questions and things like that. You have to introduce yourself, your art. You have to do something also for the community. I, for example, uh, a little collector of the artworks of other NFT artists, because I know if I buy the artworks of others, maybe one day the other artists will buy my art. Right. So, a given, but also are receiving back. So that's very important the community. I, for example, do many rooms for the artists, so mm -hmm. I'm ready and do some. Yeah, you also. help to host, right? Yes, so you become totally part of the community and you you put big roots. That's very important if you want also to sell your art and to and put your faith in the community. Yes, of course. And so the first, the first tip is join the community, be engaged in the community, you know, and learn from the community. Is there any other tip that you have after they do that? To have a good idea what you want to create. Uh, you don't have necessary to be an artist. Most of the NFT people are graphic designer because they mm -hmm. create tables. They are re really love from collectors, but uh, they have a good idea behind them. Mm -hmm. That's important. And to believe in what you are doing as always. Yeah. So, very important. Yes. Do you have a club uh, that you like in Clubhouse about NFT that you follow? Uh, the club uh, that I suggest is, of course, the Global Arts Exhibition because I'm one of the co-founders. The NFT Cultura Italia Club is also, I'm also part of it, but there are many other good uh, uh, yeah, and like for people that don't know you on Clubhouse, you can go to the search and look for clubs as well. So you just put NFT and I'm sure you're going to find a lot of rooms there. Start following. So when you pop there, if one of them are open, then you're going to see that. Exactly. There is all so the now what you have new going on for you is your exhibitions next year, right? In Rome. And I would definitely i'm gonna put all the notes but i would definitely definitely visit uh stefano uh, ig to see his art uh and i always like when they pop on my feet because it's just so it's kind of like a pause a little bit to reflect like you see the heart pumping and you're like oh take a deep breath it kind of relaxes you so and follow him if you also could is about NFT. Follow him. Uh, look at his exhibitions. He, if you go to his website, you can see, you know, the virtual exhibitions. And uh, I think you're gonna have, you're gonna be really impressed. Um, Stefano, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming here and talking about NFT because it has been um, a topic that I was so curious about and wanted to uh, talk to you for a long time about that. 
and I appreciate you taking time uh, to come talk to me. I say thanks to you for, for the invitation and uh, it was really nice to talk uh, with you again uh, and to see you also yeah. because we spoke a lot uh, in the rooms of Clubhouse but we have We don't see them. the people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I appreciate it and I have to hop on a little bit more Clubhouse again. I kind of got, I was getting a deep hole and I, I'm like, ah, I have to give a break. <laughs> So sometimes when it's night for you, it's like sometimes it's at dinner time. I'm cooking. I'm getting my kid to places. And it's hard sometimes because of that. The time that we have, the kids are in school. Usually there's nothing going on. <laughs> so, yeah, it gets a little tricky sometimes. But I would say to people, the best thing is follow him also on Clubhouse and you know, if you put your uh, notifications when he goes live, you're also going to see that. And take a look at the clubs and uh, for you to get it started. Stefano, thank you again. It was so good thank to have you here. Thanks a lot. I hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you listening to the podcast all the way here to the end. And I would like to thank you so much and to help us spread the word about the podcast. You can share on Instagram and tag me. I would love to share as well and take a screenshot and tell me what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate if you could do that. It really helps spread the word about the podcast. I will talk to you on the next episode.